Welcome everybody to 3 on Prayer, daily discussion of Tfilo. And I would like to backtrack a bit because I noticed something that to me struck, struck a chord, maybe because it reminded me of the stories of my youth, but it's something I'd like to share with you and love for your response. The end of Vayivarach David, which I told you segues into Vacharos, but it's really a part of Vacharos Imo Abris, is from the Psukah of Nehemiah. And we say the following, Atu Hashem Lubadecha, you're alone. Atu Hashem Lubadecha, you made the heavens, and the heavens of the heavens, and all their hosts, the land, and everything that's on it, Hayam the sea, V'chol Hashem Bohem, and everything that's in it, and V'atu Machayas Kulam, and you give life to all of them, and the hosts of heaven bow to you. And all of a sudden, we throw in Avram Avinu. And you're the one who picked Avram. What in the world is Avram doing here? So I told you one idea that Nehemiah was talking to people who had married out of the faith. And thus he was chiding them and talking about the greatness of Avram Avinu, how he stood alone and he was thrown into the furnace because of his beliefs. And I like it. But I want to tell you something new today. I don't know if you went to Talmud Torah or a Cheder or Yeshiva, but the story of Avram Avinu that the Medrash tells us how he became religious. Everybody likes to know the story of how you became religious. And the story with Avram Avinu is that he's this little kid and he's sitting there one day and he's looking at the sun. He says, wow, everybody's bowing down to the sun. And the reason people bow to the sun is because they were the servants of God. And they said, we can't bow to Hashem directly. Let's bow to his servants. And then eventually, and this is generations before Avram Avinu, 20 generations before Avram Avinu, um, in, the, in the middle of the generations of Adam Arishon, in Dar Enosh, in the, the generation of Enosh, where they began serving uh, stars and moons and then trees. They're also servants of God. And they would forget about the master and go to the next level. And Avram Avinu wakes up and says, oh, the sun's the God. And then the sun sets. He can't be the God he's setting. Must be the moon. But the moon said, must be the water, the clouds. The clouds went away. They dissipated. The water, it evaporated. And everything on life and earth, it, it basically is subservient to some force of quote-unquote nature that's more powerful than all that. And what is that force? That's the force of the Rabbanu Shalom. He said there has to be somebody or something that transcends every one of these forces. And now if you go back, and then he said, must be Hashem. Where are you, Hashem? And Hashem calls out to Avram. So I'm looking at these psukah, I'm saying, wow, you made the heavens, all the stars, the the hosts, all the waters, things that are in it, you gave life. And the, the hosts of heaven, they bow to you. So what we're saying is, you made all these things. These are the things that Avram Avinu saw, and through them realized the next pasuk, Ata Hashem you're the one who chose Avram. Now you're telling me you chose Avram. Really, Hashem was chosen by Avram. In fact, there's a quote from a renowned anti-Semite, William Norman Ewer, who was born in 1885, died in 1977, that basically he said, there were a lot of responses, like it's not out of God, Goyim Anoyim, 
Or another one was, it is not strange, it is not odd. He did not choose them, they chose God. But basically, once Avram chose Hashem, so I told Hashem, Hashem, you're the one who chose Avram. Yes, Avram selected God and recognized God. But then Hashem chose Avram after he saw all his creations are worthless compared to that one faithful person who understood that they're is a power that transcends them all.